Are you ready to level up? I'm Michelle Johnson, a business coach, business owner, wife, mum, and a juggler of all the things. I would love to help you juggle all the things that are important to you. How do you stay calm, in control, and achieve your goals? Join me in the Mindset Corner. Hello, welcome back. It's been a little while and I'm really happy to be back to give you some updates on what's been going on on our trip around Australia and what else has changed in my life since I spoke to you last. So when we left off, we left home around the end of June 2022. So it's been around seven months to the recording of this episode and we left home with a very vague plan to do basically a figure eight shape of Australia. So to go north all the way up to Cape York and then back down the Cape and across the um, Gulf of Carpentaria and up to the top of the Northern Territory, down the middle to um, around about Adelaide and the bottom of South Australia by around about the middle of our trip in December and Christmas and then head across to Perth up the Western Australian coast and then haul back home across outback Queensland <laughs> to meet our one-year goal. So when we left home we pretty much stuck to that schedule and that plan and we stayed in different places for different amounts of time than we thought but we didn't really have a plan up front so I know some people have a really strict way of planning their trips like exactly where they're going to be every day and where to book in and where they're going to park and what they're going to do when they're there and what dinner they're going to eat, what restaurants are good and things like that, which I know adds to the, um, you know, the excitement of leading up to an event when you can look forward to specific things. But also we really didn't want to be restricted by having a really solid plan in place that meant we couldn't say extend our stay in one place because we'd already committed elsewhere especially if you're paying up front for things in advance so we've pretty much been only planning two or three days at a time and we went pretty quickly up to about Rockhampton within I would say a week or so and then we went across the gem fields of outback Queensland and along part of what's called the dinosaur trail which was pretty fun for the kids to see some dinosaur fossils and we made our way north to Cairns where we met up with another family that we had met along the way and decided to do Cape York together so we did a huge stock up shopping trip which was the highlight of what I remember about that time because we figured groceries would be pretty expensive in the Cape just because it's a bit more off-grid there's not as many facilities it takes a lot of transport to get things up there so we really stocked up the van we had lots of boxes of um, food on the floor especially like snacks for the kids and we knew things like chips and biscuits and crackers and stuff like that would be expensive so we stocked up a little bit and we headed up to the Cape over about a week and spent a week staying at the top. We ended up staying at um, Alau Beach, which was a beautiful spot, not super touristy. There's not like a restaurant or a bar or anything at that campground or caravan park, I guess. But 
it was quiet and there was a pool there, which was a big highlight because, you know, that far up in Australia there are crocodiles, so you can't swim at the beach, which was pretty disappointing because when you look out, it is beautiful. And the water's like this turquoise colour. It looks like you're in Thailand and other tropical places, but you can't swim because you might be eaten alive, which is a good reason not to take the chance. So we actually did see quite a large crocodile while we were up there, um, which came not too close to our campsite, but was on the beach in front of where we were camping. Um, so that was a reminder that they definitely were there and, and to be careful. So we went all the way to the top, took the obligatory photo at the big sign that says you are at the northernmost point of the Australian continent and headed back down again. And on the way back down, we decided to take a little bit of the route less traveled to get back to, um, the Savannah Way, which is the mainly dirt road out to go west um, from Queensland to the Northern Territory. So we actually decided to come down from the Cape and go out across the Mitchell River to the west, if you know the area. Otherwise, it's just about a 600 kilometre drive through basically just bush. We didn't really see anyone else. We camped overnight on the side of the road because there's not really any campsites along there either, but it was absolutely magic. It was beautiful. There were all these water birds because it had rained and there was still pockets of water around, even though it was sort of getting to like the middle of the year, the middle of the season up there. And so we ended up having to cross the Mitchell River, which was about a hundred meter water crossing, which was one of the first ones that we'd done with the van on. So a little bit nerve wracking, but I'm here to tell the story and we made it across there and kept driving all the way across through Normanton, Kurumba, and then across the Savannah Way through Burketown and Borolula and then all the way out to Catherine. So along the way we stayed on some really cool off-grid campsites. If you're interested um, you can hit me up send me a message and ask me for some recommendations but one of our favorite places was one called seven emus where we were completely off grid but they do have little campsites with a toilet and an undercover area and a fire pit but we were camped on top of the basically on the cliffs overlooking the robinson robert robinson i think it's the robinson river um and it was just magical we could hear at night all of these fish jumping around in the water and I didn't think it was fish. I was convinced that somebody was swimming in the water or there was a cow in the water and Shane was like, no, that's fish. That's what a river system is supposed to sound like. And that was just crazy to think that we have, you know, used our resources so much that when you go off-grid is really the only place you can hear actually what a river system is supposed to sound like when it's healthy. So we did some fishing there, um, but we really just unwound and we were just there as a family. There wasn't anyone else that we were camping with, so it was really nice just to enjoy each other's company, do some fishing and relax. Um, we met the owner there, Frank, who gave us a tour of the, the whole farm and the facility they've got there. They do some work to help um, disadvantaged youth out of the Northern Territory, which was really cool hearing about how they do that and how they run the whole, um, they have like a bush tucker program and they're starting to now produce products 
out of there which are using bush ingredients anyway so um, when we left there we went through Lorella Springs and continued on the dirt part of the Savannah Way until we got to Catherine where we were very excited when we got to shop at Woolworths again which is a major supermarket in Australia and we spent a lot of money at that supermarket because we were so excited to be back in civilization and uh, not paying exorbitant amounts of money for groceries. So as you can see, quite a lot of life on the road is about the cost of groceries, but also the cost of petrol and the cost of different campsites and what facilities there are along the way. But we definitely were learning to enjoy like the simple things with spending time with our family and I was doing homeschooling with Charlotte for the first time so she's seven and we um, were doing like fortnightly packs that are being sent out to us from distance education in New South Wales where we're from so we would go to the post office every term and pick up all the work that needed to be done and go through it together which was really it was a really nice thing to be doing together and thankfully she's she loves school and it's very I guess rewarding for both of us because there's not a lot of fighting or, or anything about the schoolwork and you know I enjoy learning new things too so it's a bit of fun. So from Catherine we decided we were going to go out to Arnhem Land which is a part of the trip that not many people will embark on because the road to get out there is I think it was about 12 hours of driving on a not very well maintained dirt road so we on the way out we did it in with two overnight stays along the way but yeah there's not many facilities or petrol or anything along the way so you have to be a little bit prepared they recommend you take two spare tires and there's always stories of how bad that road is but we actually didn't find it too bad um we had found the roads around Borolula and the tip of the cape much worse than that road <laughs> so um we got out to a place called Nullumboy, which is, or Gove, depending on which part you're in, but um, we booked to spend a week up there and we ended up spending about a month in that area. So the only place you can stay with a van, well, there's two places, but one of them is the yacht club there at Gove. And so we met a whole lot of people who were actually there staying on their yachts, a lot of whom that was sort of their last stop before going off to Indonesia or the Philippines and it's just a really cool group of people really chilled out and we were having dinners on the beach every night with a fire and cooking together and I think it was probably one of the main the first main times in the trip where we really just relaxed and just kind of went with the flow and just you know kept extending our trip I think every couple of days we were like oh let's stay another week let's stay another week um and the only reason I think we eventually left was because we wanted to get to South Australia before the weather got too hot in the Northern Territory so otherwise we would probably still be there <laughs> so when we left from up there we went back to Catherine and then headed south to um around the Alice Springs area it's probably there was probably four or five stops overnight stops to get down to Alice Springs um, including Daily Waters and Banker Banker Station and a few off-grid stops on just sort of off the side of the road which were awesome the stars in that area were absolutely amazing we were 
actually as a family listening to this audio book called The First Astronomers, which was about um, Indigenous stargazing around the world, but mostly about people in the Torres Strait and how they viewed the stars and how they understood the stars and constellations, how they used it for navigation and like farming and seasonal understandings. So we then had that information while we were watching the stars in the middle of basically the desert, in the middle of the central desert in Australia. And it was amazing to just watch the stars and knowing, you know, how many people had watched them. It's a moment of a bit of philosophical thinking there. <laughs> but it was really nice to be learning new things and applying things and just really being in touch with nature. I think that was the first place where we saw the moon rise. So we watched the sun go down on one side and then a couple of hours later the moon came up behind us and it just made us feel yeah a lot of gratitude for having the opportunity to do this trip and that feeling of being a pretty small part of the universe so from there we went to Alice Springs and stayed there for a few days we needed a few repairs on the brakes on the caravan um and yeah, just a few mechanical things, nothing that was a, a huge problem, but we wanted to have it fixed before we kept going. So we stopped there and then we headed off to the West McDonald Ranges, which is, um, the, there's the East McDonald Ranges and West McDonald Ranges you can go to from Alice Springs. So we chose to do the West and then head through the Marini Loop Road around to Kings Canyon and Uluru. But I think the West McDonald Ranges itself was probably some of the most spectacular scenery that we had come across. There was a few amazing gorges where we could go swimming and like amazing rock formations and hikes. And yeah, we were pretty much off grid for two weeks through that trip. Um, so we were pretty excited to get to some civilization at the other end, but really enjoyed the time out. And we were traveling with um, a couple of families that we had met along the way for that section as well. So it was nice to hang out with some new people and yeah. Then after Uluru, we headed south and went to Cooper Pedy in South Australia, which is um, a mining town where they're still mining quite a lot of opals. And a lot of people there actually live in underground houses because it's so hot for the majority of the year there that... It just doesn't make sense to live above ground. So we got to see an underground church, an underground museum, and a whole lot of houses with people living underground. And obviously looked at lots of opals. And that was probably one of my favorite stops on the trip. Probably also made special because we stayed at a hip camps campsite that was out the front of um, this lady Karen's house. She had space for like eight vans, but we were there by ourselves just for a few days. And it was so nice to talk to her. And we've really realized that places on our trip are made that much more special by meeting the owners of these places and hearing a bit about their story. And that really makes you appreciate the place so much more. And you get a bit more history and understanding of what it's like to live there rather than just that glimpse of staying there for, for one night or a couple of nights. And then we headed down into South Australia where we went to Crystal Brook to meet up with Lockie, a farmer who we had met when we were in Port Douglas. 
and um, go and visit his farm and show the kids a little bit about where our food comes from and how farms work and they're running a I'll probably get all these terms wrong but they're they're growing um mainly like barley I think and wheat and oats and they've got a sheep farm there as well so we got to see all different things and then we headed around um the bay I've forgotten what it's called right now and we came um, down to the air peninsula which is where we are now in port lincoln so we've actually been in port lincoln for nearly four months now so we did spend some time camping around the area in the port lincoln national park and coffin bay national park which were both amazing and the other thing that's keeping us busy while we're here is that we are renovating a house. So I think around about when we were in Alice Springs, we started looking at real estate in this area because we were thinking about, well, if we do want to keep traveling for longer than a year, how do you actually do that? How do you actually make money um, working along the way? And, you know, we've got the kids, so really only one of us can work at one time. Otherwise... We need babysitting and then that sort of and you have to pay for that so it sort of defeats the purpose of working so we decided that if we could buy a house and renovate it you know that might be a good way to spend our time and you know create a little nest egg there um, for later and you know, add some value to the house and then head off and go to Western Australia so yeah, we ended up extending our trip a little bit. We don't really know how long we're going to be on the road for, but at this stage we've changed our plans so that we can travel pretty much indefinitely as long as the financial situation is working and we're all having a good time. And so I've resigned from my corporate job, which was a bit scary, but a bit exciting. Um, I've been with that job for 12 years, so I think it was just time to move on and knowing that we were in a financially secure position and I guess having that distance from that life made it easier to make that final call to, to move on from that company. So I'm still running my coaching business from the road, which is kind of leaning more towards online courses and um, online coaching sessions. And then um, we also sold our aquarium business while we've been traveling, which you might have seen if you follow Shane or myself on social media so we sold our salon business before we left and we sold the aquarium business while we were on the road so we don't really have any ties at the moment to home in inverted commas on the east coast but uh, we do have a couple of trips planned to go back home and visit family but yeah the future is very open and I think I've really I've really enjoyed changing the kind of energy that I'm living in while I've been on the road. Even saying something like that is probably not something I would have said before I left. But I think, you know, starting businesses and trying to run three businesses and having a corporate job and looking after the kids and general, you know, life responsibilities has always created a bit of pressure, which I really enjoyed. And I guess I was like priding myself on the fact that I was managing all of those things and it was awesome but I guess something like that has a bit of a time limit 
um, to be able to do it in that way. And being outside of it now, I really feel like I've embraced more of a go with the flow type energy and we're really sort of taking life at a bit of a different pace, which I guess goes with the territory as well. Um, but it's been really nice to spend time as a family and really think about like on purpose, what do we want? And so I pretty much stopped doing everything in our lives and we've just been rebuilding by only adding things back in that really make sense to us. And yes, we have taken a very drastic route to do that, but I guess it's something you can really do at home as well is just to, you know, really interrogate all your commitments and decide why you're doing those things. Like what's important to me and am I just doing these things to please other people or are they really aligned with who I want to be and what I want to do? So the vague kind of plan from here is that uh, we will head off to Western Australia in around May and we'll continue our travels up the Western Australian coast and to the Kimberley and then back across towards Darwin and then who knows we might come back to Port Lincoln next summer we might go back to the east coast we might go overseas I have no idea but the possibilities are many in number and really exciting instead of overwhelming so that's the update <laughs> and I look forward to bringing you some more episodes to help you manage your time and keep you in control so that you can live a life that you love See you soon. Thanks for joining me today on the Mindset Corner. If you're enjoying the episodes, please share it with your friends on socials. And if you love today's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you choose to listen. It really helps people find the podcast. If you would like to learn more, visit themindsetcorner.com. There you can check out my current five-day course, Lost to Mind Boss, which is always available for you to lift up your mindset to the next level. Okay, see you next time and have a fantastic day.